times. I only do it half of the time. We on? Uh, we on? Testing, testing. Check, yeah, check, yeah. Check. We're yep. We're check, good. check. Please, hello, and welcome to Table in a Basement. My name is Josh. My name's Jared. And my name is Jared. Whoa, cliffhanger. Was Josh by himself in Jared's house? Josh alone Josh in my house. I mean the you know where the key is. Uh I don't. Oh. <laughs> I don't actually. I always assume I can get in, but uh, I don't know yeah, where the I key mean, is. Pretty easy. But so yeah, I'm not here by myself. It would just be a very like yeah, essentially it would be reflective of an evening at home with myself of just me mumbling about all my traumas and all the things I have to get done. I mean, like, oh man, I gotta do this thing. I, do. I got this I, thing to do. I come late from the winery, and I'd be like, "Oh, Josh was just reflecting. I'm sorry, I wasn't there to join." I see his hands moving. He's having some sort of argument. Is he? Did he get of... into the liquor cabinet? I'll join him. <laughs> Not really a cabinet. It's more of a shelf. No, no, no. There's a cabinet. You up have there. a cabinet full of liquor? I always just assumed it was all on the shelf. Oh my goodness. No, I have two cabinets full. Oh, my goodness, that's that is an impressive adult feat when you actually have a cabinet for things. Well, I mean, it wasn't originally. It's kitchen cabinets. Okay, that's a, that's still you're still making a functional use of something. I don't. Where I've thought it's about, better than like so like college age person just like oh here's a table all my things sit on this table is what like, I mean you're doing better than that. Kind, uh, my kitchen table was that, and it kind of still is. But you know, when you're living by yourself, it doesn't really matter that much if your kitchen table's a catch all. I'm trying to think. I've I've always even when I was living by myself, I always felt very particular about like my kitchen, my eating space not being cluttered. Well, I clear a little space. So where you're sitting right now, basically I moved the mic stands over and just they're there. Right There's store there. There's like over there. Yeah. I mean in your defense, you don't have many times where you just have three guests here for dinner. Like, if you had two, like, that wouldn't be an issue, but three is, I mean, is then when you would, like, be out of space. I so. mean, technically I could, but the chair that I keep a lot of laundry on, I'd have to make room for that. So. Well, that's hardly a chair at this point. That's a laundry rack. Yeah, it, laundry. it is. Can't switch that out. It's unacceptable. But. And I don't want to bother with a liquor cabinet because I don't need any more furniture against these angled walls. That's fair. You... So A-frames... I've packed this in pretty nicely. If, for those of you out there that are avid into designing your own home and trying to figure out the best, most modern way to do it, don't go with sloped walls because it leads to some very strange choices for furniture. Or if you're a minimalist decorator, as I've learned, Chip and Joanna... Yes. Gaines, apparently, I'm just very Joanna Gaines with my minimalist design. Oh, if you're minimalist. not too attached to things, like you don't want to hang up pictures of family you don't have... <laughs> So, like, I'm good. It's not like I have to worry about putting up pictures of kids or memories. I got a few spots on the fireplace, so, and they're already taken up, so. By stock photos. Yeah, by stock photos. By stock. You have the frames, though. They're nice frames, but. Oh, yeah. They're but, decent. yeah, like, so, if you were to put some cabinets or some, like, furniture by the walls, you would have, like, really nice little hide-and-go-seek nooks. If you ever want to yeah. play hide and go seek, got some little spots to hide yeah. behind. I will say, A frames were not built for families. They were built for people who don't want to be in a tiny home, but also <laughs> they're built for people that need to rest their head against something, but also want to be standing. Yeah, 
<laughs> so I'm like, oh, it's just such a rough day. I need and to put my head zero, on the wall. Absolutely zero closet space. I spent all day at the office sitting in my cubicle. I can't stand to sit another second, but I'm tired. I need to put my head against something. So it's like, lay your head against the A-frame wall, but you're still standing. See, you're just I kind of wish my dad... You're like would, a bike stand. I wish my dad would have made a V-frame, because then I could at least lay. It'd be like laying down. Wait. Think about if so it So how I envision a V-frame is like... A very small walkway, but, like, it gets wider as you go up towards the ceiling? Is yeah, that how so I understand? Well, no. So, essentially, the walls would be angled out this way. Yeah. It would be a flat roof. So, you could, like... Or you make it a rhombus and then angle it up top. So, it's just that. So, that's for the person that needs more space to lay down because then you just kind of, like, rest back and, like, not fully lay down but just lie against the wall, but it has that natural slope to it. Interesting idea. Turn that into, like, a product. Do you think uh, my neighbor who happens to be a friend of yours who does construction, do you think we could get him on board with that idea? So the idea... He does like, custom homes, doesn't he? he? He made his own house, so I guess technically yes. Um, and he's so a So, like, wait, let me right? just, like, he's get the idea. Is your vision to take what you have now and turn it into that or start fresh? Well, I've thought about... <laughs> Converting this into an M frame, essentially adding a second A. In Another here. A. Yeah. How would that work though with the layout? Like, would you have to like essentially? Two oh, different... I'd have to knock it, knock in this. Wall. I'd say like, would you like have them like actually a connecting functional like hallway in between the two A's, or would like, oh, you just have like two not. A frames beside I, each other? I would probably just have to inconveniently go out my front door, door and, and walk the into other... the other yeah. part. That's yeah, that's fair. Um, that's like. That's like designing a house on The Sims without any understanding about houses work. Because like, oh, I forgot to make a hallway. I guess we'll just go outside to get over here. It's easy enough. I I built beautiful roller coasters. So, I mean, I don't have an engineering degree. But based off what I built on Roller Coaster Tycoon, I can probably do it. Those people always watch in circles and gone on that ride. (laughs) What an interesting game. Oh, I just love the ones that were like, oh, the Annihilator looks too intense for me. You know what? I'm putting you in the lake. Go ahead and I drown found, and turn into a dust. So, small little video game sidebar. I saw a video recently on just, like, a set of just, like, classic ways of, like, cheating systems in games. And, like, in Roller Toaster Kytoon, what people would do is they would make a little island in the middle of, like, a lake. And then just yes, make, like, a little put all loop. the pissed off customers in it. Oh, well, no. So, you would make a loop, and you would fill it with food things, and then a bathroom you had to pay to use. And then, like, all your guests would just walk in circles eating food and going to the bathroom without Ooh. any choice. I like it. Profits skyrocket. I would uh I would make a single like cement walkway. Like it was basically a little square in the middle of like barren woods, especially the one map that's mm-hmm. like it's just desolate woods and I'd find any of the pissed off customers and I'd just drag them and plop them okay. in there. Now, yes, it notified you every 30 seconds that so guess number 408 was lost. He's mad. But you know what? He can My favorite to... part was the generated names. So, like, Tyler used to play us a lot when we were freshmen in college, and there was always Hamish was, like, a name that, like, showed up frequently with, like, the Roller Coaster Tycoon, like, customers was just, like, this guy named Hamish. It was always fun to, like, identify those guys and yeah. keep track of what Hamish is up to that day. Or, like, a, perf- like a perfect NPC name. It's Hamish. His name is Hamish. But... In fact... Ah, no, I shouldn't give out the name, first name, last name, but basically, I met someone today, and Josh, I'm gonna type it for you, just because I just want to get your, uh, your opinion on it, but Paige and I, the second we saw it, we're like, that, 
That's not a real name. That that's like a video game character name, like an NPC. I say, like just something that they. Brian Goodtimes. Okay. Uh, I mean, Daniel the person. Oh, I don't know. Norman District. Uh, we'll just spell it like. Uh, we'll just put a letter here and a letter here, and we have a word. Yeah, well... I'm Spelling's just, funny. I never realized... Well, I'll just... So while you spell it out, I'll go on a little tangent. So I yeah. find myself frequently in this interesting spot as an aspiring ELA teacher where, like, I'm telling kids about grammar and rules, and I have kids complaining about how English is dumb, doesn't make sense, and, like, I agree with them, and I don't know how to cross that bridge. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, English isn't English a great is language. Dumb. Okay, so I kind of typed it out how you would pronounce it, just because I don't want you to butcher it. So know that this isn't how the name is spelled, especially the first name. More, but like it'll help. More like accent phonetic, marks and what's it? Phonetically? Yes. Phonetically. Just don't say it out loud. But is that is that just seem like a like a character you run into on GTA Five or? Sounds like a, that's a D&D name. That's like, I need to make my name. Stuart Wellingsoft. Yeah. I, I, mean, I was, like, the second we looked at it, Paige just said it right away. She's like, that, that's an NPC name. That's not a real name. That's not real. That's a computer-generated name. I went to a name generator and got that name. I was like, that's the, that's the guy who's, uh, you're hacking in watchdogs into <laughs> stealing information. So the thing I think is interesting about life right now is, like, when we were kids growing up, it felt like most names could be, like, an NPC name. Like, just, like, this nondescript sort of, like, weird thing. But now, like, pe- the way people are naming their kids, like, they're now all, like, main characters in, like, this, like, weird story. It's, like, this is Hope Sherrod. They are – this is, like, that's not, like, a name you, like, you just randomly hear. Like, if, like – it's, like, my name. Like, Josh so-and-so. That's just, like – that could be anybody on the street. But, like, is- Desiree Hopingston is, like – Oh, that person's important for some reason. That person mm-hmm. has stuff going on. Yeah. Josh Smith is just a person that exists. Yeah, that is – that's fair. Say all these kid D- names. Is it a form of child abuse? Uh, to name your kid something stupid? Like the Elon Musk and Grimes. I'll say I was that's... about to bring up Elon Musk. I don't know how I should feel about him, but just based on how he names his kids – like, it just gives me a bad taste in my mouth. Now, is he supervillain like Zuckerberg or... No, Elon Musk... I don't I even just... know if Zuckerberg's a supervillain. He just um, seems like a machine. Zuckerberg is just... He is... He was a college student that got in over his head, and I think the only way he's been able to cope with his position in the world now okay. is to just turn off any sense of like so one uh, I guess empathy. Like yeah. he's like he's gotten rid of all like the extra stuff I of guess emotions. If we talk about profits, some pop profits, culture, profits. If we talk about some pop culture stuff, there was a fascinating thing. I re- <laughs> not fascinating, but I feel like it just it describes like yeah, I can see that being a Zuckerberg story. But I, I mean, we're here. Go for it. Go for it. Go for it. We're here. We're here. So apparently, people in his close circle, he's been really upsetting and frustrating. Like whether it's people that work at Facebook or close friends, all he wants to do is talk about metaverse. He is completely (laughs) obsessed. They're saying, "Listen, guys, the metaverse. They can't just have a regular, normal conversation without him going into this metaverse." And it's like, I think. I mean, people have been kind of laughing at it, but boy, he is. 
I think he's putting all his cards on it. I'm telling you, we got to like go into the metaverse. You can be. I feel like. Are you tired if we're of being not, bullied? If we're not careful with how we describe the metaverse, we just remade Second Life. That, oh, <laughs> so we just I remade. Like it. We like this. These things exist. Like these. I don't like. That's the thing. I don't. I don't. I don't pay attention to anything he comes up with because one, like I don't have. I don't. I don't like Facebook. I think it's like one of the worst things so about our culture right like now. He's like the little kid that comes up with an idea of what you should do, and you're just like, oh. You. That's a fun idea. Yeah. That exists. Good job. You can do your dreams. But, like, I feel like so. I don't know what the goal is for Metaverse. I haven't paid that much attention. I just know that he there's called it a like lot. a whole nother reality. It basically <clears throat> is it Is like, escapism the point? Uh, it seems Because that like exists it. a lot of ways. Ye- oh, yeah. We can do this a million different ways for a million different weird and sexual kinks. And you can do things in the... <laughs> Well, that. Yes, but. Jared. That's, that's, that's what these things always come down to, Jared. It's not so much... It starts out social, but by the, by the end... Social ends up sexual. Say, by the end of the week, you are in some way interacting with somebody that is there to fulfill some sort of weird, like, Freudian desire. Yeah, okay. Well. That's a blanket statement, but that's a blanket statement that I think is awful cozy. Yeah. <laughs> and I mean, I, I want to say, like, oh, that's crude and awful to say, but boy, I think it it's seems like fair. every every idea pretty much turns into something. I feel like not like every. I think most. That's the thing. Most things on the internet, in some way, I think just lead to people like some sort of like not always sexual, but typically some sort Most of weird times. I would say psychological, because I feel like a lot of the sexual things are tied into that psychological end of things. So there's these weird psychological, like socially unacceptable niches is like the mo- the kindest, most like Okay. Way well, I can think and, of putting it. And I mean the internet pretty much provided it now because before <laughs> you couldn't meet Jim the furry. You, the odds of you meeting him in person were pretty much just a well, stone, like a hope and a prayer. But now on the internet, well, meeting meet, him openly in person, yeah. you could meet, he could be the postman, but that's his personal life. And he doesn't share that with yeah. you, which is fine. But now if you on, thanks to the internet, thanks to the wonderful, wonderful internet, you, you can think, find 300 Jim furries. Do you think, when Al Gore was sitting in his office with his big chalkboard writing out all of his ideas for what the internet could be, he thought well, we about could ca- ca- cure cancer. We could cure cancer, hunger. solve our hunger, all and weird sexual stuff. A bunch of guys pretending to be different dogs and wolves talking about like your spirit animals, talking about their spirit animals and like different ways that they can like snuggle and like there, there's terms for it. I don't know the terms, which I'm happy about. I don't know the terms for that. The cuddle. <laughs> no, there's uh, I've. <laughs> I that's the sad part about my life. I know just enough to know that there are terms, but on the bright side, I don't know what those terms are for like these like you just know it within exists. the furry culture. You just know it exists. I just know it exists. And if you're furried out there, hey man, those are expensive. That means you're doing well oh, off financially so. to afford it. So good for you. I'm not there. Maybe there's some. I don't want to say no, but maybe if I had the money, I would try it out or at least be a mascot. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure if you had just that kidding. full ride. To a university as the mascot, I'm sure you're trying to relive your. I'd say no. I would never be a furry, but I think if I had the money, I would buy a mascot outfit. I would wear that sometimes. I think yeah. it'd be fun. I mean, I I would enjoy walking around in my life being a mascot every like at least once once a week. 
Yeah. One day out of the week, I would be a mascot. That's fair. I don't know what mascot. We should figure that out at some point, but you I would, would be a mascot. I think you would probably be the Kit Kat at Hershey Park. I'd be down for that. Yeah. Just uh, boxy and unwieldy. Can't go in <laughs> boxy, anywhere. Boxy, unwieldy. Not many people. They're like, eh, I mean, it's fine. I, it's say, I don't favorite. have the courage to do a cartwheel without a big suit on, but I feel like in the Kit Kat outfit, you're not expected Wait, to do cartwheels. I am okay. Kit Kats are at Hershey Park, right? Yeah, Kit Kats are at Hershey. Okay, okay. <laughs> and if I'm wrong, hey, we're both stupid. Yeah. It works out. Yep. <clears throat> All right, so. Moving on. Moving on. Anywho, um, looking at our cultural timeline as we make our way back, catching up to where we're at in beautiful, beautiful 2022. Uh, last time we talked about the January 6th insurrection and all the weird, funny things with that. Um rest of January, I didn't find anything that stood out as, like, things that were super interesting. Like, Joe Biden got, like, inaugurated, but, like, who cares? <laughs> like, so Joe uh, Biden, I celebrate his, pre- his presidency as the fact that I don't have to, like, pay attention anymore. Like, I you can go, paid attention before? Well, that's the thing. Like, when, like, toward, like, the beginning half of Trump's presidency, like, it was, like, novel, and I didn't pay that much attention. But then, like, towards the end, when it was just, like social right issue after social right issue like everybody in my surroundings was really upset about it and then like that sort of like emotional atmosphere poured into me a little bit then i was starting to get frustrated but like joe biden is like all right here's my hope of having a boring politician that i don't have to pay attention to so were you more upset about trump specifically or were you more upset about the people that were either die hard for him or die hard against him uh all the above all the above definitely so like like it got so annoying with all the celebrities bad mouthing and bashing him like yeah that's the thing yeah we get it stop beating a dead horse yeah beating a dead horse and also like celebrities like anybody from the hollywood scene like you don't I get you have a platform, but it doesn't mean you're qualified to have that platform. Like, you're not somebody that's an expert in politics or, like, has, like, the foresight to know how these decisions are going to affect things. You're just somebody with a soapbox that's making us plead, which is fine, but I don't think it matters. use the platform for whether they get into politics because it's, like, I feel like regular people already feel, wow, I can't relate to a politician. But thankfully, there's this insano rich celebrity who I also can't relate to. Telling me how I should yeah. feel. That's like, so, like, back to that point. So, like, kind of bringing back, like, the Will Smith slap thing. Like, he's now been banned from the Academy for a while. But, like, to go back to that, like, the Academy and, like, Hollywood. It's a like, pageantry. Regular, regularly celebrates big perverts like Woody Allen and, like, Weinstein Roman is a Polanski. person. Roman Polanski. Yeah, like, all he's, these. <clears throat> Roman Polanski's living in another country. Just say, all these people back. that are, like. Known perverts that have made pretty good content are still celebrated or acknowledged or aren't like disemboweled in the way that certain football players have been just because disemboweled, like, disemboweled. Yes, <laughs> they haven't been like strung up and had their innards ripped out. Yeah, what a world. I think we're, we might be moving way. <laughs> so I hear there's a new purge movie. On that note, I don't care about it, but there's a new purge movie. All right. This time, it's not – from what I get from the tagline, I didn't look into it at all, but the tagline on, like, the Roku general screen is, like, more than one day is necessary for the purge or oh, something. Oh, is it the like, Forever Purge one? Yeah, that – I, I saw it. Yeah. yeah, did you see it? Was it meh? I mean, so it was on while I was getting tattooed, so, I mean, yeah, I would agree it was meh, but, I mean, at least it meh. distracted from the pain. <laughs> yeah. It's rounded out that questioning of your decisions. 
I'm oh, just kidding. I'm just kidding, Jared. Well, no, no, no. No, I, no your decision, your decisions in tattoo making are quality, quality. Yeah, quality. no, I stand by my decisions. Uh, my feeling the need to hide it from my family from this long is where starting I'm to catch up to you. Starting where starting I'm really to wear on me. So I started having dreams of like sheep with my mother's voice yelling at me because well, the sheep's fur is going into Josh, the coat I, I wear to cover you, up the tattoo. I don't know if you knew this. This might be groundbreaking to you, but everyone that works at the winery is insistent that my family knows about. As tattoos. is other family members we've run into in social settings are also insistent. No, yeah, I, I think they're wrong though. But I'm pretty sure they're wrong. I am so certain. Oh, wrong. Jared, I love your insistence. Blissful. It makes me happy. It makes yeah. me happy. I get it from my mommy. I don't think it's healthy, but oh, what? Huh? Well, I mean, I get it from my mother. My mother? No, I agree. It's, I agree. It's not healthy, but I. But this is where I'm at. Hey, man. I love. Okay. So, oh, me on health. So me on health. Let's go. So basically, to tell you my keys to a successful, healthy body, the way I maintain my skeletal features. <laughs> I my gaunt face and my eat, sunken eyes. I eat pretty much one meal a day, usually at six or seven at night, and I drink yeah, a little over half a pot of coffee a day. Now, some people say you're not that far ahead of most adults. That's awful. But what if doctors say I am the spitting image of physical health? I also bottle up any mental things, and I've been known to be a bit of a pushover and borderline. Uh, in multiple abusive mm, relationships, but where I'm the one getting, whether it's emotional or mental. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I don't think people really want to hear your problems. Now, like, Jared, you what? Just bottle it up. Well, I just heard you describe. Bottle it up. <clears throat> so you bought up your emotions. You just described, like, the ideal American man, from what I understand that should be. <laughs> I'm a man. <laughs> so, yeah, that is, like... That is like what they. That's like you're like a John Wayne as figure right, right now in that regard. With the upper body, and then of the kitten. number two thing I notice out of that, you're the ideal employee. Exactly, <laughs> I will do anything for the company. You're including what, putting all my needs. In. You're the guy they want to hire. Exactly. So hey, how much are you willing to work for? Probably less than you would pay anyone else. How much? It's not so much how much you're willing to work for. How much are you willing to put up with? Oh, That's the real question to be asked. I've been described as, I say quiet and reserved. Others might say pushover. <laughs> Others might say a time bomb. But, hey, everybody has their own description. Oh, exactly. And what do they know? They're not doctors. Yeah, there's Except for the ones that are doctors. And the therapist, like, pff, pound sand. <laughs> you don't know me. <laughs> you don't know me, except their job is, too. Well, no, because one of the employees, she will, like, describe stuff and psychoanalyze me. And, I mean, she's spot-on accurate. And I'm like, who are you, my mom? <laughs> and then you look across the field and you see your mom out in the yard. <laughs> like, oh, just always a reminder. But, yeah. anyways, we're in 2022. Um, the next big thing I noticed, so in February, we, in lots of parts of the country, had a big old snowstorm. Knocked out lots of power, kind of like... It, wait, this sh- year or 20... 2021. Sorry, not 2021. Okay. Sorry. I, Back I in time, completely... hop in my time machine. Back oh, yeah, to 2021. You forgot about that. Yeah, I know. I had to look at this time like, oh, yeah, this thing happened. So we had a big old snowstorm. Everything was still pretty much shut down. No, uh, things were trying to open up, but then this was like... The false hope era. A vaccine as existed by this point was not readily available. If I remember correctly. Oh, yeah, that that shit show. 
Yeah, so... So yeah, big snowstorm hit the country, lots of power outages, lots of people like struggling in horrendous ways, especially in good old Texas, where like they Texas, the attitude of them being self sufficient set them up Isn't to there be an expression, don't mess with Texas. Yes. There is like I have a lot of I think I've voiced I have a lot of opinions on Texas that aren't great. And I they're think, amazing. I think the fact that Texas being a personality trait is stupid. Like, I'm from Texas. Like, that doesn't mean anything. That means I'm tough. Like, no, it doesn't mean you're tough. Geographically, you live in a big desert, sort of. But Texas had, like, their, the way that their power grid is set up, it was intentionally not so they were both contributing to, like, the national grid as well as receiving from the national grid. Like, it's, like, this attitude in Texas. Not, once again, not all Texans, but a lot of people that I see that are vo- – like. The vocal people okay. from Texas about being I, Texans. Well, and I was going to say, so basically everyone outside of Austin, Dallas, <clears throat> and Houston, and probably San Antonio. Basically anyone outside of the major yeah. cities. Yeah. Like, that's, once again, like, there's no thing as an absolute. Not everybody from Texas is obnoxious. I understand that. Don't yell at me. But a lot of people from Texas that I see post things or interact with the world that love that they're from Texas to the point that they have like this weird like ego about it. Yeah. Do you ever hear any, are there any other States that are like that? Uh, I'm sure there are. Uh, like I never Texas hear, is the loudest. Yeah. I never hear PA pride or I mean like New Hampshire. Yeah. <laughs> I think new England as a whole has this, has a different attitude about themselves. Like more of like a posh, like, Hmm, we're from New England. We have, I go to Cape Cod in the I summer. go to Cape Cod and I eat seafood fresh from the bay. No, that's Is this clam chowder man? That is a different attitude that I find also annoying, but Texas is on the uh, spotlight right now. So yeah, they had they have this really neat power grid that is like super insular, and then they have this big snowstorm, and it got shut down, and they didn't know what to do. Oh, is this the people that froze to death? <clears throat> yes, people quite literally froze uh, to death. Yeah, that in was a rough. very tragic way. And the reason I bring this up with kind of a light tone to it is we have. One of my favorite people to dislike, Ted Cruz. Good the Zodi- old the Zodiac killer. Good old governor of Texas. Governor? No. What's he, the representative? He, he's like a senator, I the think. Senator of Texas. Uh, I he's, one of the senators. I don't know politics. If you were surprised to know this by now, you shouldn't be. I don't know politics. Senate. No, the. Oh, what the. He is a vocal political this? figure in Texas. Abbott? Is that who the governor is? The governor I'm not that gonna bust all the people to D.C. <laughs> Oh, maybe. I think Greg – I don't know why Greg Abbott sticks in my name. If I just named some customer that's that Greg I Abbott served earlier today, <laughs> sorry. So that's another D&D name. But no, like – I don't know, whatever. Ted Cruz, everybody knows him. Political figure. Zodiac spotlight. Uh, never caught. So yeah, Ted Cruz being this guy that is a very important public figure, he, if you don't remember this, went on vacation. <laughs> Oh, I love it. At the exact same time as all this stuff is going down, Ted Cruz was spotted with his family trying to go to... Being a family man. Somewhere in Mexico. Cancun. 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 Classic Cancun. And man, I have never been more happy to see somebody in a negative spotlight. Cancun, which is Spanish for safe spot for tourists. As our little safe wall. (laughs) Which is Spanish for don't leave the resort. Do not leave. Everything you possibly need is here. Um... So yeah, Ted Cruz 
got caught trying to leave his state that was in a dire, dire emergency. Well, would you want to be there with the – I mean, absolutely not, but Ted Cruz not only in his position should be there trying to figure out how to help people, but also his vocal protests against lots of things just makes him somebody that I want to root against. His general attitude and the way he functions and interacts with the world around him makes Ted Cruz somebody that I want to be against. So I've, I feel like any left side media definitely almost puts him on like a Trump level of how much they dislike him. Yes. So I have no idea what he's like as far as a person and his policies. From just that's the thing. I don't know that either. But just like the way, so like this isn't the only time. Like something that happened in our time off, I do believe, was the green eggs and ham debacle. Oh yeah, everything with Dr. Seuss. That's. I mean, so being me, that we are a, it's hilarious that a he did that and b people actually. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, so. Being that we're in our historical commentary section of the podcast, um, we need to figure out a name for this part, by the way. Like a nice branding thing. But anyways, uh, so yeah, Ted Cruz, one of the reasons why I find him just highly agitating. Uh, at one point, Dr. Seuss got quote-unquote canceled. Not really. It's just like there are some books that say or have some images that aren't great, and people – Which is uh, – I mean – Pointed uh, that out, which – And again, I'm not saying – I don't want to give defense of it was the times, but all those people that were very up against it probably have a grandparent or someone in their family that it was not was probably yeah, using those slanders. I have to say, or, what's it? Things I saw, Marlboro shit, whatever that one was called. Yeah, that didn't thing, it have like a yellow something or, like that. Just like, so, like my only memory of that book is that my mom really liked that book. So, like my mom was a wonderful person. She, I'd never heard her say a racist thing in her entire time on this earth. So it wasn't. I don't have a negative view on those books, but I understand how you might. That's not the point. I'm not interested in talking about that because everybody's talked about that. Silly. Moving on, it'd be silly for us to talk about that. Um, but. Those books aren't – the ones that got, quote-unquote, canceled aren't books that really sold at all anyways for Dr. Seuss. Like, that is the true. Ones, no is one true. thinks of the things I've seen or whatever. I'm going to look it up real quick. Something, something, oh, the something. the places you'll go? Uh, that a different book? That's a, no, that one. That one's fine. Okay. That one still holds go, up. Lots what, about, people, what about Go, Doll, of, Go? Lots of people writing that on their graduation caps. Uh, something. <laughs> go, Doll, Go? <laughs> that's one. I don't know if that one got canceled. That, that was like a random book that I remember reading as a kid. I didn't like – Mulberry Street, Dr. Seuss. I don't remember the name of this. Uh, what is it called? What is it called? But but but. And to think ba, ba, that ba, I ba, saw. Ba. To think that I saw it on Mulberry Street. Yeah, very wordy name. Yeah. I don't remember anything about it, but it got canceled. I guess. Well, but nobody was. Nobody read that book to the kid, anyways. No one remembers no, that. That one's not green as a ham. It's not one one fish, two again, fish, red fish, blue fish. But I I hate saying it. I don't condone it. But unfortunately, in because some of that stuff he did during or post-World War II, there was a lot of America that basically didn't trust if you were Japanese yeah. or... I say, yeah, propaganda was an issue. We all There was a lot that. of, in fact, our government put people in internment camps. Wait a second. Our government did that? Our government did something stupid at some point in the past. Yep. Yeah, there was a lot of fear, and uh, so you mean to tell me? I will say that, that our government not, wronged a group of people. 
Nah, I mean, I bet if we look in every nation's history. What makes me sad about this joke is that lots of people will actually take that stance. Like, wait, don't say anything bad about our government, especially during World War II. It doesn't matter what they did. It's all fine. Like, no, they screwed up lots, but that's besides the point. Yeah, I... We all know that. We, Nothing new. We all, Nothing groundbreaking so here about that. I will that. say to, like, cancel someone that's been dead for years on a topic where I think it's common sense that we know it's bad and it's yeah. wrong. Yeah. So why are we making a – I guess I don't understand why we're making a big deal about it. I also don't have kids. So that's true. I don't either. My but. kids, like, I'm not worried about. Oh, I don't want them to see that and ask questions about it. I even if if one of my nephews asked about it, I'd be like, Yeah, it was a fucked up time back then. Yeah, let's just say I think I don't think that's a good excuse because like you should parent your kids. Say, Oh, yeah, that is an unkind way to represent a group of people. We don't do that anymore. We've learned since then. Like, we don't do that. It's not right. You can have that discussion with their kid if you just say, especially if it's a young kid, you say that's not right. They'll probably remember you saying it's not right more than remember the racist depiction. So, be a parent, but that's, like, a lot of my issues with, like, the woke movement. I think it's just, like, a lot of people going up and beyond the level of anger and dissatisfaction that they need to have with things. I think you need to own the fact things aren't right, but you don't need to, like, ruin everybody's day over it or ruin your own day over it. Just, like, do better, be better, vocalize that. Do better, right. be better. Yeah, that's... do better, be better. That's my hot take. But then again, I'm a white guy that lives in PA. I don't know. My... That's true as well. You I are. have no you perspective. Are. You definitely are. <laughs> um, you know, and, and right now, I, while I wanted to say you sounded relatively reasonable, I couldn't help but since you're a white male in PA, get a sense of toxic masculinity. Yep. And that's what I ooze. I am a toxically so, masculine person. If anybody's ever met me, say, hey, that Josh guy, he is a masculine fellow that really he is. really pours on the testosterone. He's like, he's like a snake. He has toxic venom. Say, that, that Josh, when he, when he talks about his D&D games, man, I can just – I can just tell that he. I can, I can smell the testosterone. I can just smell. There's no way oozing, that guy oozing from his pores. There's no way that guy reads manga on the weekends. That guy's a power lifter that likes to spit. Yep. <laughs> but back to Ted Cruz. So, like, after this whole debacle happened, people got mad about a book that nobody read anymore, anyways. And what, like green eggs and ham. No. Oh, no. sorry. Reading as a ham is part of it, so we'll get to that. Okay. But that's, that's the one that makes me mad. But yeah, like the book, like, oh, the things I've seen on Mulberry Street and a few other books, like, just like the publisher stopped publishing them, mostly because no one's buying those books anymore. No one wants to read those books. They're not, like, part of the Dr. Seuss classics. I think an important thing to learn from this is that just because an author is really well known and beloved doesn't mean all this stuff is good. Oh, I love that show. What? Arthur? Arthur? Oh, uh, yeah. Well, not, don't love all of it. Mr. Rapper was gay towards the end. <laughs> <laughs> I remember seeing the people flip a gas over that. People freaking out about it. I'm like, oh, cool. <laughs> Who cares? I, I don't watch Arthur anymore. And I said, hey. And I think that's the thing, too. People I got mad about, like, what if my kid sees it? Your kid's not watching Arthur. Your kid's well, watching. Plus, I mean. I so the know. parents that were getting upset about that being on Arthur is like a sane group of people whose kids in only all actuality only listen to kids no talk. are in all actuality watching people on YouTube say horrendous horrendous yeah. things 
Like, that's the funny part about this. Like, if your kid isn't watching Arthur, they're probably on YouTube watching, like, ISIS the videos. Logan Brothers. Uh, or, 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 yeah, Paul. yeah, like, yeah, ISIS videos, mostly. ISIS videos. They're watching ISIS recruitment videos. <laughs> but they're learning another language. True. And Always. And they're learning, and they're a learning silver how lining. to read. Granted, it's desert gibberish, but, you know. <laughs> Oh, boy. What a statement. <laughs> but anyways. Ted, I'm kidding. Ted Cruz. Um. So after all this happened, being the just the, the snake he is, he decided to make a fundraiser around this, both fighting the fact of like this woke culture while also trying to raise money, which these two things like there is a conflict of interest when you both raise up a thing you have issue with while also trying to raise money for yourself. Those two things shouldn't mesh, and it should immediately make people suspicious of the person doing it. But it didn't, which makes me sad. But Ted Cruz took a book that has nothing to do with that, but only by Dr. Seuss. That's the only connecting thread, Green Eggs and Ham. And he started to sell this book as a fundraiser, which for me has so many like legal problems with that. Now, do you think that razor was fun? I don't know. I think. Fun ra- do you think the fun? I think was actually fun. Ted Cruz slept super well, knowing how much money he made by duping people. He made a lot of money, like tens of thousands yeah, but, of dollars, selling a book that wasn't his that had really nothing to do with what he was talking about. Yeah, but, and all the money didn't go towards any cause. But, it went to his like campaign stuff and his yeah, but, like own personal yeah, fundraising stuff. But, but Josh, he's he's trying to cut taxes. <laughs> I think I don't know. I don't. Isn't that – that's a very big Republican thing, cutting taxes. It is a big Republican thing, but also, I don't know. I hate – I don't like paying taxes, but at the same time, taxes help people. I'm constantly struggling with that, the, that clash in my brain of not wanting Plus, to pay money I don't have but I also will, wanting to help people, but I don't know. And also, <clears throat> I will say we are in a – I would say fortunate, some would say poverty level, where we actually do get a pretty big refund back. I sometimes I'm curious, like, what was the point in filing these? I'm getting more money back. Um, just in case you owe them money, the government tries to find any scrap of money they can but, find. But I don't. So that's the thing, Jared. So we keep doing this dance every year, and then they're like, "Yep, I gotta write you a check." Our tax system. I'm sorry, anybody, if I'm gonna step on your toes, but our tax system isn't good. <laughs> it's not a very not great. good. The IRS is not a very efficient, effective organization. Our tax system is not done well. <laughs> I am going to say that, and some people may say, hey, wait a second. I don't know don't how you many say that about my country. But guy, I'm sorry, America. The our block is like flipping a gasket right Flipping now. a gasket. Well, that's the thing. Our, a lot of the way we do taxes – like so, like it would. So I think it's funny where the big thing by the tax people are maximize your refund. Basically, let's find every loophole to every make sure loophole. you can evade taxes, yes. but legally, legally, which is like just puts you on par with like all the rich, like the Jeff Bezoses that have the money to just pay their accounts to do that anyways. That's why Jeff Bezos doesn't pay taxes because everything's a write off, everything's a loophole. There's a million ways to do it because once again, our tax system isn't good. Do you think he'd actually save money if uh, he didn't pay the the people to do all the books and just pay whatever taxes he does. I think Jeff Bezos is a sad enough business person where he is maximizing the amount of money he's making. You do not become a billionaire without like being good at making money. So I think he is doing and breaking hearts. I do you without... know any billionaire that like hasn't at least broken someone's heart? <laughs> 
That is my favorite way I've heard that word. Is there a billionaire out there somewhere that was not in a relationship that and that? Sorry, there is there any billionaire that has like ever... has has Oprah? I know she had a pretty rough. Yeah, that's childhood. the thing. I think, but I mean, has she ever like stepped on necks to get I to think, where she is? I think. Did I find that diamond in the for rug? every billionaire? There is at least one jaded ex lover out there. Oh, you you know who really won? Bezos's ex wife. Oh yeah, doing great. We'll be fine forever. Doesn't have, like billionaire. She's now one of the richest women, probably. Just because she got a divorce. But that's the thing that's weird about, like, billionaires is, like, Jeff Bezos got a divorce, had to pay his wife an unimaginable amount of money. But, like, I don't – it doesn't – probably doesn't affect his, like, his daily living. Well, and it's, it's weird He's probably hearing, recouped the losses already. It's weird hearing about these multi-billionaires because billion is – that point where it's it's a stupid amount of money the, it's an unnecessary the, amount uh, of money. the um whatever expression i know it technically doesn't but like like when people hear about casualties in the mass thousands i think it was stalin who said like a single death is a tragedy a million deaths is a statistic like we as people, when there's a certain yes. amount of anything, yeah, so yeah, we disassociate. You just absolutely, disassociate. You don't just even say. really like our brains. So like bi- multi-billion, like you're not even thinking about how many hundreds of millions goes even into a billion dollars, and then consider like you have seventy billion or something like that. Yeah, so like it's like, you will never. I I feel like you'd have to actually. Well, you can't set all that money on fire because you don't have that much money, actually. Exactly. Most of it's virtual. I was to say, yeah, like, there's, like, it's interesting that, like, there is that amount where you just stop understanding that there's that much. Because, like, to break it down like, into how much you would have to spend per day to use that all up is, like, insane. Yeah. Like, it's, like, so, like, I went to the store after work today and I spent, like, 10 bucks on a bag of clementines and a box of fresh toast sticks. And I was sweating a little bit as I was going to the checkers. I'm like, man, this is a lot of money to just spend out of the blue. But like Jeff Bezos is somebody that like per millisecond is making thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars. So when I go to get groceries, I try to spend <clears throat> under like 25 or 30 bucks. So like yeah. anytime I'm in like the 40 or 45, I'm like, oh man! I, I say, I do. I really need this. Do I need this? I know it tastes good, about, but you know what? I could buy with this another ten pound bag of rice. About every month and a half, my wife and I go to the local discount grocery store, and we spend like not a crazy amount, but we buy a lot of groceries for very cheap in quantities and packaging and things in ways that like are a little strange, a little off putting, but it works just because it's a discount grocery place. I love it, but yeah. Oh, I, it is a great place to say, but like Jeff Bezos and like these billionaires are like, yeah, they're just at this point where like, but you know, it's you don't sad. understand how much money they have. It's, it's kind of sad that he'll never. Well, I, I'm sure he'd be like, fuck you. That's not sad at all to him. But I was like, to me, Jeff, good old Jeffy, he's he's missing out on that <laughs> thrill that you get where I don't have a ton of money. But look at these amazing deals. And he won't – I feel like he won't have that personal appreciation of, like, the savings. Yes. Or, like, how much he got for how, 
little he had to spend. Yes. Now, I don't know growing up if he was actually, maybe he does. Say maybe he grew up like really poor and but stuff I feel and like more power to him. But Even if that's the case, now you have that much where, I don't know. And, and he can't just go. Now, apparently the, Elon Musk lives very cheap. Because he's obsessed with going to Mars and SpaceX stuff. So. Well, Elon Musk is like a. I, that's apparently the thing. Like, I don't know how to take Elon Musk. Yeah. I have apparently he spends I don't know. all his money on that. But according to uh, his ex, apparently he only lives like forty thousand yeah. dollars a year. Let's say Elon Musk is like my best way to describe it. He like my per- my perception of Elon Musk is like my perception of Severus Snape from Harry Potter around like before the whole series was done around like book like. Three or, four, three or four when like where you're like oh he might be a good yeah guy. when Snape had had some like good or moments did he, up, did he end up being a good guy I, he ended, he he was a great person like, oh one was of the, he one of the few characters and characterizations that I can actually like applaud J.K. Rowling for was Severus Snape very interesting character but like my perception of Elon Musk is like Snape around the time Harry Potter three or four just came out I didn't know the full picture of Snape but like he was doing he did have some really nice moments but, but then some also awful. he was a jerk sometimes yeah. it did some really weird unrelatable things yep. that's my person I don't know how to take Elon Musk yeah I agree honestly we should compare everyone. To how we feel. So, like, when Trump was going crazy on Twitter, he was like first year Sorceress Stone Chamber of Secrets Snape. Like, oh, he was just awful. He was awful. You putting people down. Of, yeah. Constantly giving. Taking points from Griffin. Constantly giving all the points to Slytherin, which I guess yeah. was the Republican Party or yeah. that point. Just, or, like, or his millionaire buddies was the Slytherin, oh, I guess. Oh, absolutely. Embezzling know. money. For- <laughs> I don't know. I'm not a huge Harry Potter guy. I'm, yeah. just, I'm doing the best I can. What do you teach? Defense against the potions no stay all right Wait, come on jared snape i snape wanted to be the defense against the dark art teacher but there was some weird curse or he something i don't understand what are the tests that you have to take to get certified in teaching praxis he took the praxis he didn't take that test. he didn't take the he didn't Sorry, he didn't pass the defense against the dark art practice. Yeah. or maybe i don't know maybe he didn't pass the like a lot i don't so know he stuck i don't him. know about harry potter i just know the wizards i just know I'm just kidding. Actually, I know more than I've let on about Harry Potter. Yeah, weren't your but brother, I, your older brother, was big? In oh Harry yeah, Potter? my my older brother was very much on that. Like, so like when we grew up, we were like right in that area where Harry Potter was just coming out, and it was huge. So like my brother, was. like well, from the first book, my brother was, was hardcore into Harry Potter. He loved yeah. it. Yeah, which I, I just I've been. read within the past few months of student teaching. I actually read the first one. The first one's a nice read. I'll yeah, give it's it that a fine read. It's a fine read. I've got it's no not beef like against a, it. It's not a prolific read. It's not like no. the most proper, but it's, it's a good, easy read. So I, I give that to Harry I Potter. I feel like any time there's an obsession like there was over Harry Potter, I will come into it with some skepticism. Oh, I'm always. But, like, anytime there's like... Back, a, looking back reading it, uh, the ones I read, I was like, it's a fine read. Any fanatic craze both good or bad is deceiving you'll yes. always find yourself in the middle which i'll get oh, to that absolutely. in a second i have a movie review to talk about but we'll get to there you have a mood ring a mood ring review no a movie review um but yeah uh ted cruz did that thing he was bad oh, oh yeah. yeah so, so cancun. he went to um, cancun turned to cancun got himself in a lot of trouble which made me so happy to see people giving him crap and like even he and all that yeah that was a stupid thing yeah that was a stupid thing don't be stupid but he continues to be he's just like somebody that like i would love to not dislike but i just can't help myself but Back to Harry Potter for a second. Well, do a I story. have to? I, okay. Do I have to do like what my mom says? Do I have to put you two in a room and lock the door? 
um, and not let you come out. We would have nothing to talk. Nice? We would have nothing to talk about. Like there would there would be no mean thing said. I just wouldn't like. I don't have. I don't relate to you at all. There's nothing for us to have a bridge between because the way you operate, the way I operate, completely different. What Sorry, if you, friend. What if he ran marathons? I don't run marathons anymore. My knees are shot, Jared. What if he was big into trail running? Um. I know lots of people that tra- – I feel like trail runs a pretty big craze right now, so I'm sure there's lots of people out there that oh, suck so, sure. yeah, it's a pretentious fad. I, I feel like anything you say I like, there is a toxic community around so that thing. So the fact that there's now an IPA by a popular brewery around here called Trail Runner. Yeah, it's a crazy thing, which is good. I lo- trail running super cool. I love that it's getting attention. But, yeah, that's because there's a craze around it, that means that I will not get along with yeah, everybody. Yeah, I do, it, I do enjoy – I enjoy trail running, but – I'm sorry. I I think <laughs> I, I don't. Huh? Yeah, uh, my son never calls. <laughs> my son never. Calls. Did I leave the stove on? I smell almonds. Anywho, <laughs> so Ted Cruz, Cancun. Ted Cruz. I, just trying to be a good dad. Yes. I think is what we're getting at. He was trying to. He said that, which I think there was some truth to that statement. But also, I just think he was trying to get out of there, which I also is not great either. But no, he deserves. But would you want to be in that he, frozen hell? Of all the thing he does, and all the people he criticizes, and all the things he speaks out against, he deserved that crap in that moment. And it was a very satisfying thing from my end, just to see the universe so work out. Like he, it balanced out a little since bit. Since he, never the people was, that are jerks got treated like they're jerks. Since he was never prosecuted for the Zodiac killings in San Francisco, it's kind of <clears> justice <throat> that he got called out for. I got a recommendation on Amazon for a sticker that said Ted Cruz my kid so i thought you would like that jared i almost bought i, I almost it. bought it for you in the moment but Did, i forgot oh, man it's coming jared i'll buy you that sticker i'll get you a sticker it's you a don't have to do that you you don't have to you do have that. no stickers on your computer i think the first one should be ted cruz ate my kid i am just happy that you saw that and the first thought thing jared. you thought oh jared would, <laughs> jared would like that. that jared would have a field day <laughs> But yeah, um, back to Harry Potter for a second. I had a funny memory. So when we were kids, around the same time that Harry Potter came out and the craze was going, before I moved to this area, my local library had like a Harry Potter night where everybody went and like they had like Harry Potter, Sorcerer's Stone themed games, and like everybody dressed up. I didn't read Harry Potter, so like I obviously I had to go. I didn't have a choice. But, yeah, you no but, choice. Like as far as the costumes go, did you wear a bathrobe? <laughs> no. So what I wore. Zach, I think, made this choice, but Zach wanted me to – Zach told my mom to dress me up as Severus Snape. Okay. And this was like oh, Harry no. Potter once. So oh, no, one, no. He was uh, – No one liked Harry, No one liked Snape. I remember just being there and, like, looking like Snape a little bit. Like, I remember, like, I had, like, sideburns drawn on. I was in, like, a black sort of thing. But, did like, you have a wig? No. But I had, like, I had dark longer hair. Like, okay. I had, like, I had, like, shaggy, like – Early elementary school hair, so like I looked the part enough, and like I remember okay. these, these two girls walked up and said like, "Who are you supposed to be?" And like I think I said like I didn't know the character, but I knew the name Snape. And like, ew, Snape. But the jokes on them because the character I was ahead of the time. That costume choice was at some point going to be the most popular costume choice of any Harry Potter character. So I just want to say I was I was on the Snape train. You were- just kidding. My parent and my brother, my mom and my brother were on the Snape train. I had no idea. I was on. I was being dragged behind the train on a rope. But <laughs> come on, ride the train. <laughs> so yes, uh, I feel like there was a that's, point to this. I don't know. That's touching. It's touching. It was just funny for me to think back of like this group of girls that were kind of like, sneering at me would be the same group. Like oh, Snape, we love him. His character arc and who he oh, is. Oh, it's so beautiful. It's, it's so, so poetic. Beautiful. It's so poetic. Excellent. 
Yeah, I... So I read up to... I read the whole series when it was four books. Um, <laughs> the fifth one, it's just too long. So up until I read the first one a few months ago in high school, my history with reading Harry Potter was I started with the fourth, and then yeah, I read the fifth. Fine. That's so fine. yeah, I have the island in the middle, and you then I now have the first. get it. I get it. I've seen the You've movies. You've seen characters... Honestly, at some point I'll finish the series. I'm an ELA teacher at some I feel like culturally I have to and also yeah. for my students to like understand them. But speaking of books though, Lord Brocktree back on the Redwall train right Ooh. now. Towards the end of that book, good old Lord Brocktree, Badger Lord of Salamanstrom. Oh. Salamanstrom, <laughs> that was the first Redwall book I read. Say so that was This is a shout out to Glenn. That was an early one. Martin the Warrior was my first. Martin the Warrior was your first. Uh, Had nothing to do with Redwall. Redwall wasn't even in that book. Salamanstron but... and Tagarung were my first okay. two. Okay, so when I was a kid, my gram just randomly, like, she loved the wise books, which was awesome, but, like, she randomly just bought me Martin the Warrior and Outcast of Redwall, which were two interesting books to dive Good. into. Good Great books. books, but, like, Martin the Warrior had nothing to do with the Redwall Abbey. I don't know why it was called Redwall, but the second one was, like, the main character was, like, one of the main characters was, like, a vermin that were all yes. the villains, which yep. is interesting. Yep. The Curious weasels, book. ferrets, rats. Yes, but I was sold. But yeah. And you might be laughing like, oh, it's a little, little woodland critters. It was, it was violent. I have to say, yeah. Like, it was graphic. The chapters I just read today are towards the end and like one of like the rabbit characters that like you recognize. Yeah, like it's just like briefly mentions like so-and-so suddenly got shot through the neck by an arrow and fell dead on the rocks. I'm like, whoa, crazy. Yeah. So don't look down on Redwall. Yeah, don't. It's an intense book series. Lots of vivid battles, lots of vivid meals. <laughs> oh, vivid meals. And lots of songs. Lots of songs. Lots of songs to sing to yourself. To yourself. In because, your bedroom while you're reading. Because you need it. Because <laughs> by the end of the day, you need this. You need this. You need this more than me. Yeah, so yeah, that's a book I've been reading really lately. Uh, so yeah, actually, a cool great thing about the student teaching thing is like there's like this built-in time every day at the school I've worked at. I'm done now, actually. Student teaching is done as of today. So. Yay! I can go back to getting paid, but... Uh, I got to read a lot more, which has been really cool, and kind of think... I mean, that is great. I'll own it. So, the book I started with, though, a small recommendation. It's a very easy, quick book. It's called The Miraculous Tale of Edward Tulane. A quick summary, it's a book about a sentient toy rabbit that learns what love is. That's all I'm going to tell you. It's not as gushy as it sounds. Is it as good as Watership Down? That's my favorite bunny book. (laughs) That's my favorite rabbit book. That's my favorite bunny book. Um, Sure. Not really. Nothing is Okay, compelling. Yeah. No, but it's good. Did you read Watership Down? (laughs) I did not, but I understand enough about it. It's a good book. I'll get to it. Favorite bunny book. I think Edward Tulane is more of my speed of rabbit books. So that's, that's an important distinction between myself and Jared. If you had to give us a book about rabbits, mine is going to be The Miraculous Tale of Edward Tulane. Jared's going to be Watership Down. I mean, they both are similar themes. Rabbits. And overcoming adversity. Overcoming. That's fair. That's fair. I'll give that one to you. just tell them in different ways. Different ways. See, Edward Tulane gets passed around and learns what love is, where Watership Down is about. Well, uh, trying to flee and start over at a new place after being massacred, but then going into another place where it's authoritarian. Close enough. So, um, some might say morbid. I would say compelling. I would say. I would say. I would say page turner. I would say page turner and (laughs) disturbingly accurate with how a lot of the real world is. Ah, Just like 
Good old George Orwell. Oh, that wasn't and, a, and an allegory to chemical warfare. Oh, yes, yes. But, oh, uh, so speaking of book reviews, uh, back to my movie review. I, this past weekend, saw Space Jam, A New Legacy. Space Jam 2, you mean? It's not, it's, it's Space Jam, A New the Legacy. The one that's been 15 years rumored in the making? Yes. I saw that one over the weekend. With LeBron James. This was a movie that I heard a lot of bad things about. It's the worst movie ever. It's awful. I hate it. It was fine. It was meh. It was fine? It was was meh. meh. It was meh. It was not the worst thing. So, to its credit, I will say this. Space Jam and New Legacy. A lot of movies that try these reboots off of these super nostalgic things. So, like... Yes. Karate Kid is my prime example. Oh, or the Jaden Jaden Smith Shock one, right? for Shock remakes. Okay. Space Jam New Legacy is not. It's actually... It tried it's, to make a new one. It's a new thing. A lot of similar tones and a lot of similar occurrences, but not the same thing. So I heard like, it's a bit cartoonish. Yes. <laughs> Sorry. There was stairs across the room happening there. Doesn't translate well, but just imagine the stairs. Yeah. Well, imagine <laughs> imagine a stare by Josh and me doing the little... Ah! <laughs> just like a little smile? A little cheeky? What it's I do? It's like uh, if but you've up, ever up, seen up, the... There's a great Planet Earth episode where there's... That's some, a very Jared statement. Some species of bird where the... It's like a male, which birds, some of those exotic tropical ones that do the crazy like puff up pageantry and dance around and do the weird stuff. Well, there's one. He gets like a chorus of younger ones and they're almost like, like little hype men and they like chirp and he dances. But there's one scene where he's done and you're waiting to see the female's approval and they pan over to the one that danced. They pan over to the female and then they pan over to the three birds on the tree and they're giving the... Oh, did, yep, did yep. I know what you're talking did about. We, this did actually, we do good? Yep, I know exactly what you're talking about now. I saw and he this. wins. He got the girl. He again. got the girl. But no, the best is they just look over. <laughs> yeah, that is actually, that's, that's actually, actually very good. You actually saw I that. know exactly what you're talking about. Yep. Very funny scene. Watch Planet Earth. Good old documentary. It is good. David Attenborough. I mean, he's a gem. He's, when he's not talking about how sad, how we're probably going to lose all our forests and many animals will go extinct. When he's not being... <laughs> David Sadden. He's not, he's not, he's not David Sadenborough. A giant bummer. Yeah. But beautiful voice. Beautiful voice. Yeah. Uh, Meant to be a narrator. But anyway, you were talking yeah, about... Space Jam New Legacy. Space yeah. Jam New Legacy. It was fine. There's now, actually a couple pretty good jokes in there. I'm going to give it some credit. It's okay. not... Once again, it's not the best movie. There's lots of like... Is it better than the original? I'm already going to say no. No, it's not better than the original. I think the original has a lot of nostalgia. It does. Rose-colored glasses for it. Like, LeBron James' acting, all the crap he got for bad acting, it was the exact same as Michael Jordan's. These two are not actors. They did fine for the roles they were in. Michael Jordan was no better than LeBron James. I was going to say... LeBron James actually probably had some better charisma. Yeah, he was a little... Let's see, yeah. Not that I've seen it, but I know LeBron James has actually done, like, at least appeared in some yes, movies. Yes, LeBron James actually has a little more charisma than Michael Jordan does. Once again, I'm not saying that the new one's better. I thought probably the original is the better, more enjoyable movie. As For far us, as, like, especially. The way they wrote it and the way it progresses and, like, the originality of it. And it's not, like, there's a lot of cringy things that happen in the new one. Like, a lot of just, like, meme bait. Like, oh, yeah, yeah. Like, in ways that, like, it makes sense. Like, the big for, chungus. Especially for little kids. Yeah, like, the big chungus shows up. Like, the fat... Bugs Bunny, but like it shows up mm-hmm. in like a context that like it's supposed it should 
show up in. So, like, yeah. it works, but it's one of those, like, uh, I get it. And, like, one moment, like, Rick and Morty show up in, like, a very, like, unnecessary way. It's mm-hmm. just like, uh, all right. That's, it's, like, it's, like, trendy jokes that don't need to be there. It's, like, it suffers from that a little bit. But, like, so, like, some light spoilers. There's, like, one scene where, like, all, like, they're in the locker room, like, partway into the game. And, like, they're like, hey. I found Michael Jordan. He's going to come Tom give us a pep talk. And, like, Michael B. Jordan comes in the locker room instead. Okay. It's a good joke. Yeah, that's, good joke. that's, not, that's cute. It's a pretty good joke. So, yeah, there's a couple. Uh, of... That's definitely <clears throat> one for the grown-ups. Yeah. Granted, a more aware. Actually, funny, because we would get that. And we are now at an age where there are people our age that do have kids that, that mm-hmm. want to watch Space Jam. Yeah. New Legacy. So, the thing that, like hurt space jam is like so like the big basketball game at the end i heard it revolves takes it is it's like 45 minutes of the movie it's yeah, a long a time but like i never realized how short the one in original space jam is yeah it's like 15. so the whole premise of it is like it revolves around like it's a video game and like there's all like these different rules how like you can get like extra points for doing cool shots and things and like the first bass that gets made like makes like 30 points so like at that point like Points are like you don't under like so like it takes on like basketball from Space Jam, which like so I understand how basketball works. It ruins the integrity of the game. Sure. Now, did they? Could you? Could you bet on it? Was there sports books? No, no, because <laughs> it you was Fanduel. No, like this other thing, like with it being a video game and having all these silly bonus points and power ups, is like you don't understand anymore because like oh they got a thousand points for that shot. Like all right, we're like in this other Space Jam. Like yep, they got a slam dunk. That's two points at least. It grounded it a little bit more, which I think is a, it's a, that last thing I said was a dumb thing to say about a movie where cartoon aliens are playing against the well, Looney it is Tunes. Important though, but like yeah, like just like there was a sense though of it being grounded, where like in the video game sense of like this new movie, it was like I don't know what's happening. None of this seems like it matters because like towards the end, LeBron James could like do a super power shot, make a million points, maybe any sort of sense of like being worried about how the game might go even though you know they're gonna win either way but like it any sense of like there being suspense is gone because like there's no there's no set logic or rules to like how the points work how the game works but that's like that's nitpicking to a point where you don't need to and don't do that like it's a meh movie it's fine watch it you might enjoy it if you don't want to watch it you're not going to miss out on anything it's meh it's not the piece of crap people said it was yeah, I was going to say, people were very, very upset, especially about, as my w- little nephew says, whoa, bunny. Whoa, bunny. Whoa, bunny. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I remember. So, like, yeah, people got mad they got rid of her boobs. Yeah. They made her Lex. They made the female rabbit character in the kid cartoon basketball movie Lex my sexualized. favorite. Oh, tweet, my. My favorite tweet was, they got rid of Lola's tits and butt, and I got so mad I punched a hole in my sidewall, <laughs> and the guy had a picture of his tits through a wall. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that. And I was just like, okay, comedically. Say, that's, that's an interesting hilarious. point. People got really upset really that upset. Lola Buddy, the cartoon rabbit in the Looney Tunes movie, Wasn't did not sexualized. It was not hypersexualized. Well, like, like yeah, that's the thing. Like the uniform she wears is like more appropriately fitting. It's not like her hips flying everywhere. It's not like these giant so, like rabbit, like Jessica yeah. Rabbit. You breasts. either you either offend the feminist or the furist. I don't even know. Would that count as furry, or is that just, like, just straight up, like... I don't know. Aren't there people that are, like, really obsessed with, like, animal... Yes, I just don't know if, like, furry is the right term, but then again, I don't... It's not, but, like... I I get where you're coming from. Yeah. A section of... 
this is a weird point. Like, yeah. I want to call them perverts, but is that it's woke, not, Jared? No, it's not pervert. <laughs> it's just a It's just like different. people with their weird kinks. And I, it's that's, a kink. kink. That's probably not go. an acceptable way, but it's a weird kink. I'm just going to put it out there. It's that's a kink. that's my hot take. We'll just call it a kink. It's a just kink. It's here. strange. I, mean, I would I would never. I would be. Okay. I would say, be. So let me let me say let me say it this way. Okay. If I were to have a kid and they had this kink, I would be sad. It's a, it's a unique. <laughs> kink. I would be sad if somebody that I cared about had these feelings. Okay. That is my take on it. And if is that correct? I don't know anymore. The world is confusing. I am Josh is not made to function properly in the world that has been created over the there's past a lot few of years. That me. I'm doing the best I can, but there's a lot of things where I just don't it's like, I can't update that part of my software. It's like when Willow Smith or someone I forget if they said they were non binary or something else and jada was very supportive and the grandma just sat there kind of confused yes oh what's it even mean oh huh i don't even know if that's what it was yeah but people got really mad that lola bunny didn't have giant hips and boobs because people are weird punch a hole in my drywall (laughs) my hole in my drywall yes i do that was actually pretty funny i love that tweet very funny tweet i I don't know. I really hope that person was joke. I mean, either way, it's comedy gold, but I really hope that for that guy's sake that that was just... Yes. Good joke. It was a great joke. Strong props to that person if it was entirely for the joke. If they really felt that way and punched the hole in their wall, it's like, hmm. It's still a good joke. It's I'm still really pretty sad. funny, but it's let's... It's still funny, but a little let's hold more up on sad. The brakes. But, but yeah, that is my quick review of Space Jam New Legacy. I like uh, it. At the end of the day, my advice to you is see it if you want to. Mm-hmm. Don't see it if you don't want to. Yeah. Very helpful. I mean, if your kid wants to watch it, I guess. I don't know. Like, I watched it by myself. I had, like, a Saturday morning where I – so, like, all my Saturday mornings while okay. I was student teaching, it was, like, it was a me morning where, like, I typically – I would watch a movie on, like, HBO Max, and I would have a nice treat from the bakery. And that was a Josh Saturday morning. I had my coffee, and I had my pastry, and, like, I watched a couple random movies. It? No, it's my wife's bakery. I don't have to. I walk downstairs in my pajamas, and I walk up to somebody's plate, and I what take their doing? muffin, and then I walk. rang it up? Like, that'll be five fifty. No, no. I earn that pastry. I have to wake up sometimes to noisy dishes. It's my payment. Yeah. You've earned, you've yes. earned it, buddy. Yeah, it's not. So, like, my payment is those pastry on weekends because sometimes during the weekday when I get home from work and I just want to stomp around, I can't because I know there's customers downstairs. So. Do you ever like That's my reward yeah, for stomp being around like your Godzilla or something like? I do. Like, what is he doing up there? Oh, he's just being Godzilla. <laughs> oh, he's just being Godzilla. He really likes being Godzilla. <laughs> I think the best thing about the most recent Godzilla movies is that they have that noise as the Godzilla noise. Do they actually? Oh yeah, that's the real Godzilla noise. So, you, so, like, those are some other movies that, like, not amazing, but I liked them. What, the new ones? Yes, I liked... <laughs> you love the Matthew Broderick? No, that one's I different. I have Godzilla PJs from that era. I liked the Godzilla... I had some really cool Godzilla, Godzilla toys. Cool. Yeah, he looked cool. They had some she re- looked cool. Yeah, she looked cool. I had some really dope Godzilla toys when I was a kid that revolved around that movie, but like, the movie itself, like... like freaking, it doesn't make any sense. It's oh, not it that great. Oh, it makes no sense whatsoever, but the Godzilla, like looked yes cool at least as a kid i thought it looked besides cool. the fact it was just a blatant ripoff of a jurassic park the baby godzillas were kind of cool looking yeah they're just raptors i know that i know they're just raptors but i liked them that was a toy i didn't know any better yeah yeah me neither but yeah so like the new godzillas speaking like, of they're not great but i like yeah, monster the same good. thing with like the first pacific room movie i like watching big things fight it's just a thing i like i don't know 
Yeah, that's what I've kind of heard about that. It's it's fun. I like. I heard it's yeah, fun. It's a fun, dumb action movie. You're not really gonna take away like it's life not lessons, anything but deep. You're gonna have some. There's some cool visuals and some things, and you know, it's I like that. Fun action. I like that. I'm okay with it. I like it. Honestly, now that I'm out of my pretentious indie movie phase from college, <laughs> I can actually you know sit I can down enjoy and, things and again. Be fine with it. I, I feel like most people I don't that know. Phase. I have a lot of regret. Not a lot of regret, but it sucks because I was like, <laughs> oh, everyone just likes his basic blah, blah, when I was technically being that ignorant person as well. We were, so like, I was in the same group. Like, we were being like the we, toxic hipster. We were being hypocritical. Hypocritical, toxic hipsters. But I will say it was an important part of our process. So, like, from doing that, we learned the skills of being critical and evaluating things critically. Yeah. But we were doing it in a way that was unhelpful pretentious and, and pretentious yeah. and made us kind of bitter and jaded. But on the other end of it, now that we've kind of come through that and acknowledge it, we are still crit- we have a critical sense, yeah. but we enjoy things more now. Yeah, it, it could be one of those. It's a good like, thing. I'm happy to have a critical say, trait. say, like, did you like that movie? I can say, like... Okay, from a critical like from a critic standpoint, it's just a run of the mill movie like this. Yeah, like Every, you've seen it form, formulaic, yeah. but yes. I can, did like, I have fun watching it? Yeah. Yes. So like we have the skills to discuss the movie. Yeah. And its details, which is cool, but at the same time we have the ability to enjoy it. So where I would be annoyed by college me that really liked the indie things and would poop on anything mildly mainstream. Yeah. I appreciate like to I appreciate what that's added to me now. So yeah. I'll take those pieces. I'll take those pieces. But I just puzzle. love it. It's like, oh, that movie like was <clears throat> like movies. It was like the sadder and more painful. Oh, that was so good. Oh, it was I, beautiful. I, do you watch it? No, just one time. I can't watch that again. I think what started to bring me out of that sense was we've talked about this. We're not going to talk about it again. But just five years slave. That stupid, terrible movie. Okay, Twelve years. Of Sorry, yeah, I don't. Five even years. So I don't. I don't even. I don't care enough about the movie to get the name right. Yeah, yeah. Twelve Years a Slave. Terrible movie. Sad. Won the Oscar for best movie of the year. Sucked. Terrible. I hate it. Yeah. The worst. <laughs> tell me. Tell me how you really feel. I hated uh, it. That's like up yours, Brad Pitt. Slavery is bad. We shouldn't like slavery. Thank you, Brad Pitt. Thank you for telling me this. This is great. Like, uh, I learned something new today. Thank you, Brad. That's like her. It was a good movie, but I, I sure shit don't want to watch it again. Yeah, I. I enjoyed her a lot as I was watching it because it was just so weird. Yeah. But, yeah, I wouldn't watch it again. I don't need to watch it again. Yeah, I get it. Like, I – and that's not against who wrote it, who directed it. I thought yeah. it was a unique concept. I thought it was unfortunately, sadly accurate. Yes. But it, you also – I don't know. I thought Joaquin did an amazing oh, job yeah, as did that character because it's like you felt for him. Yeah, so Scarlett Johansson did a really good job too. I think yep. Scarlett Johansson, like – I think she's a lot better. Like people like that's the thing. People like her, but I think she deserves. I like Star. I thought Hansen. Amy Adams. I've never character. not enjoyed her in a movie. There wasn't anyone in there that I was just like yeah, Amy Adams too. I've always liked Amy Adams in movies. Me but. too. But I mean, she's in a ton of those where it's yes. like there's multiple movies of her I've only watched once when it's like. It was a good movie, but I don't think I need to watch Sunshine Cleaning again. Never saw I don't, that one. So that one is where she starts a 
Brothel. Uh, huh? Brothel. No. So, okay, opening scene. Eh, I don't want to give away spoilers. Yeah. Basically, after. Basically. Whether it's a murder or suicide or crime investigation's done, you need somebody there to clean up the crime. So she starts like a like a crime. Oh, okay. Up. Basically, they clean about. up like, oh, someone. Like, there's blood splatter in here. So she starts a business and her sister. And then there's supposed to be symbolism because I think their mom killed themselves. So then it's also a coming. It very. A lot of. I don't want to say indie, but like symbolism, yeah, meaning. Yeah. <clears throat> a lot of me behind what happened. Um, yeah. I got artsy, artsy. 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 Artsy symbolism. Artsy symbolism. Uh, but again, it was a good movie, but. Then it's also like, do I really want to sit and watch that again? Man, I could play Uncharted 2 on my PlayStation 3. For like the fifth time. For the fifth time. Have way more fun. Say, will Nathan Drake make it through this precarious situation? Only if I fucking hit X on Have we seen, have you seen the Uncharted movie? No. Me neither. Let's not worry about it. But again, (laughs) okay, so that's one I've heard as a definition. What I heard from a review. Yeah, I mean, it's nothing special if you've seen an Indiana Jones film or yeah, any case. that's what it looks like. But the person said, I mean, I, I turned my mind off and I had fun yeah. during the thing. I like Tom Holland. I think he's he's a very charismatic individual. He seems like a nice guy. So yeah. he's an easy person to watch and like want to support in his movies. But yeah, Uncharted doesn't seem like... it. Like I said, I don't think... I it, need to see it. But it wasn't anything deep. No. No, I no, mean, of course not. The games weren't anything deep. No. So, I like I said, I wasn't really... It seems like it did It did fine box office-wise. I'm glad it didn't bomb or bust. Yeah. It was a textbook example of a video game movie. Yeah. It came out. People saw it. It exists now. Mm-hmm. It's no Sonic 2, but... I said, apparently people are going nuts for Sonic 2. Yeah, pretty... apparently Idris Elba's playing Knuckles. That's well, a weird statement. So that's to say. now. I guess Sonic Two is now the highest earning video game movie, which is very funny considering the Sonic movie franchise started with this horrendously ugly version of oh, Sonic, awful like human teeth. Yes, the internet like on like shit on it. Oh yeah, like to the point where like, the studios like hey, props to the studios. Yeah, stuff like I don't know many studios that would actually, actually like, take the time to fix it and fixing it. Because can you imagine if they just said, nope, we're running with it? Yes, I just remember, like, an early, like, one of the posters, like, had, like, a silhouette of Sonic. And, oh. like, he had, like, human-looking muscular calves. And it's like, it was oh, bad. boy. Like, I mean, it got panned. Yes. So the fact that they actually, they might have even delayed it. I oh, no, they delayed they, it. For, it got pushed back a re- significant length of time. But I don't know. It just goes no, to they say show. It blew up. It did really so, well. Which kind of makes me sad, though, because I really wanted to see... I would love to see an original version of Sonic, but what depicting Tails and Knuckles. Cut. Yes, I wanted, like, I would love to see them... I what it to see, was. Yes, I would love to see Tails and Knuckles in that same really ugly, unappealing art style. I think that would be funny, but yeah. it would never happen. Well, but it's just like the video game studios. We like the ones that delay a game two or yeah. three times instead of, oh, we have all these pre-sales. Let's, uh... We'll give them an 8-gigabyte patch then. We'll release it. People will have a bad time when they buy it, and then we'll release a patch, which isn't a great way to produce things. But you That know, won't fix everything. That won't fix everything. You'll still fall through the map. Whoa. Some of those glitches are fun, though. They are fun. They are some charm. So I saw one. I would be... Okay, so let me say this. The game that I played it on 
which was it made big news when it came out. I got it for five bucks. I purposely didn't update it because the glitches were they. I could still play and beat the game. I wasn't that invested in it, but it was still entertaining, and the glitches made it fun for five bucks. I can tell you if I'd have paid 60 for it, hey, I would have asked you to take me out back and shoot me because why would I have <laughs> Put me down. wanted to why would I have wanted to buy it? B, if I was that devoted to it and then got that, I would be pretty upset. Sixty dollars. What game? You never said the game. Oh, do I have to? Uh <laughs> talking around a thing no one can really understand. Uh it was uh, some Assassin's Creed. Oh, okay. Un- yeah. Unity. Okay. Yeah. One of the million, one of the ones that like one of the million day Assassin's one release. Creed. It needed like a seven gigabyte patch to yeah. fix it. Yeah. Like it was. And I mean, like I said, the game. So that was, was Assassin's Creed. It was Assassin's know. Creed. It was five know. bucks. I've whatever. So that, like, Assassin's Creed is an example of a series that, like, has a really good base recipe, but too much in the pot. Yeah. Too many things in the pot. The first... Just make it a game about an assassin at some point in time. Don't do this weird, like, we're a company in the future, and we have this really cool thing, and then sometimes you have to stop playing the fun game to do our part where we're in a company. It it was weird because, like, the first one or two, they were able to do it in a unique way, but even by... Not the one that's Assassin's Creed 3, because that's technically the... Fifth one? Yeah, there's a couple. Yeah, I know what there you're was talking like about. Brotherhood and Revelations. some other people might not understand, but this is just an honest conversation. Yeah, well, no, I mean <laughs> people know this. Yeah. this if you like video games, this is for you. This is pretty common. This is for that part of our audience, the one or two of you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Stay in school. Anyway, um, so after it was in that era where I mean they were fine, but you could tell it was just cut paste the formula. Yeah. Which is that's like story that's... wasn't deeply invested in, which is a bummer because I feel like the first two actually tried to develop something. They did, but they didn't do a great job. And then at that it. third one decimated it. Say they were like they were trying for something. They lost sight of what was working. Mm-hmm. Like they started adding too many so it, weird outside plot elements it, to a thing that didn't need it. At least to give them credit, I've heard the last two or three are now massive, like fifty, sixty hour. Oh yeah, they're huge. Staying yeah, in the, like the Valhalla's, like Viking one, yes. whatever one that was in Rome. Yeah, there's so like a, yeah, so you know, there's a Greece one, and there's also like a Egyptian one that's I've, in, yeah. I've they're, heard they're big, these but. like last few. They've actually like oh, let's knock out the like stop. Let's stop that stupid about stuff. And actually make it, like... Essentially, it seemed like a Skyrim. Yeah. A lot of open world. Yeah. But I was like, at least you acknowledged, okay, what we tried to do here is just... It's no point doing this anymore. Yeah. Yes. So... Dance towards the end of our show. Um, say most of my things do have we been cover- covered. Oh, this is a happy news for you. I can confirm. I don't think they started filming things quite yet, but I know I read in the thing they've been doing emails and writing, but documentary see- now season <gasps> four. New documentary is, now. They are writing That's and everything great. is at least underway. Um, so it's going to be, from what I read, it's going to be a lot like season three in the sense that both Bill Hader and Fred Armisen 
majority are just going to be writing, creating stuff and like that. have other actors in. I was fine with... I think um, it, it's funny because I would say my favorite still sentimentally is Drones. Yeah, the, Drones is great. So but, the one thing my beef with like some of the later episodes, like okay, the episodes of Doctor Right Now, where like it's just like the endless music numbers, like mm-hmm. they're clever and like I appreciate how much work they put into write these music numbers. But like the one of the episodes of season three where it's just a concert, it's like I don't, yeah, I yeah. don't like this. I don't think I, I don't know. Just having a whole episode just dedicated to different music things, like is, isn't what I enjoy about that show. But mm-hmm. I guess if that's, that's something fair. they like, that's fair. more power to them. I will say that was definitely one of my. I appreciated the creativity. Yeah, let's say always like, like tons and, of work, super impressive, but, but just not. My I will say, as far as like, like I liked the other, like the. The drones one being yes. a vice style doctor. Yes, I like like when like there's like kind of like a story happening or just like these weird people they're interviewing. Like yeah, when it just like it breaks um, down just into a bunch of music numbers. It's just not something not, I enjoy that's, it for. Those definitely aren't my. I appreciate the talent of it. I will say those are not as yeah, not my favorites. Um, but I know one of the ones in my in the later <laughs> season that was one of my favorites. And it goes into the they weren't in the skit directly, but they obviously wrote and created a lot. Was the bowling the any given Sunday? Yes, that's a great one that's with like the one. Dexter. Yes, actor. yeah, yeah. Uh, shoot, I do some remembers. I don't remember his name. Yeah, but but I yeah, I mean, like, he's one, like he's getting locked, locked in his base with his yeah. really traumatic. And, uh, suck my sack. Oh yeah, suck my sack. That's a great and, like, episode. The bowl, uh, the, the guy that like was just really kid, bad. The SNL guy. Oh my gosh, great. Oh. Super. Very good episode. But, like, that was one of my all-time favorite. And it's, like, if they're going to have ones like that, and from the way they described some of the ideas, it it seems like it is going to be that. They're filming a lot of it over in the UK, I guess, because Fred's over there right now filming something for either HBO Max or Netflix. So I guess a lot of things might get filmed over there while they're mm-hmm, in between because i guess he's only he's gonna be in a few of them kind of like how last season was yeah from what i understand i know bill hader has been on some show on hbo i don't know billy billions no i don't pay he's attention. on something he's been in something recently i think he's actually the main guy in mm-hmm. it. uh so he's kind of they're mostly just writing behind the scenes stuff but I mean, season three, I don't know. I really loved, like I said, the Any Given Sunday. I'm trying to remember what else from there. Uh, I know it was more of a musical one or music one, but where it was the the Broadway that was getting shut down. Yes, like the Broadway show. And the brown and the beige. Yeah, yeah, the songs in that episode were really funny and really clever. And, like, I appreciate it from that standpoint, but... I don't know, just like I like the ones that were more just like oh yeah yeah absolutely and stuff, but um but yeah good show I've never seen documentary now highly recommend I'm trying it. Trying to remember what else it's not for everybody season. very niche humor sometimes it but is very if uh, you like our show you would probably like documentary yeah. now uh if you like Portlandia which is so Portlandia is, is definitely harder to watch than documentary now I love Portlandia I love Portlandia the comedy of Portlandia like the very like very <laughs> over-the-top, but, like, hyper-hipster humor. Yeah. Not for everybody. Oh, I love it. I It's a lot. It was on the one day. I 
I was at my parents' house. It was like a Sunday after band, and I put it on briefly, and my dad was just like, what the heck to is say, this? If you want to confuse like, somebody, just you're turn not, on Portlandia. You're not going to. This is for you, it, I'm Ron. pretty sure it was the one with the weirdos, like the ones that dress like goth. Oh, yeah, was, yeah. And I was yeah. like, oh, boy. Not only is it like this absurd niche thing, but it's also arguably one of the – or it could have been Nance – or Lance and yes. Nina. Yes. I was like, oh boy. These, it's a, so these my, are wrong. <clears throat> so just, not only is Portlandia niche and hard to get into, there's also those certain ones where we shouldn't introduce somebody with this skit. Yes. If you're trying to convince someone to watch Portlandia, there are certain ones that you yes. aren't going to want to show. There's a skit where it's like a hide-and-go-seek league that's, that's really good, good. That's a good that one really to funny. introduce. Uh, any There's a puzzle them. shop is really funny. Yeah. Uh, put a bird on it. Put a bird on it. It's a great skit. But uh, And that can at least dabble in some of the odd. Uh, the one where they inadvertently, they're trying to figure out where the chicken, chicken came. Yep. Yeah, I was about to say. Join a cold for five they years. Say, yeah, let's say. It's, it, there's like this, so and there's an episode of Portlandia where there's this, just this ongoing skit where like it starts out with like these hipster people at a restaurant that are like doing like the classic like Trying oh, to make organic? sure that the, yeah, trying to make sure that the chicken is like organic farm and healthy and farm to table. Did he have friends? And then like it turns into them like going, going to, the farm, to the farm. And then as they go to the farm, they join a cult at the <laughs> farm. And then like the cult leader dies, and then they go back and eat their meal. It's yeah, it's a lot. It's good, but it's a lot. It, but I mean, that's one where you can at least, or the one where they're pitching the ad thing to run the jewels about yes. their album release. Like those are those are relatively. Yes, it's odd, but not quite. Not for everybody. Not for everybody. But there's some, or any of the ones I will say with the mayor, uh, who is, I feel like I'm going down a rabbit hole of hipster right now. The mayor is Agent Cooper from Twin Peaks. Uh, but any anyone that he's in is also pretty weird, unique, but also attainable <laughs> so like the yeah like a weird caricature but like disturbingly close like oh somebody could be like this yeah a comedically out of touch mayor yeah like somebody that like kind of like our politicians now an yep. accurate depiction of like somebody that like it feels like this person could be in a tv show but they're real and it makes us sad in a sense in a sense Portlandia. <laughs> well, that was our glowing review of Portlandia. Yeah. Anything, really, anything with Fred Armisen's great. But oh, I, yeah. yeah, documentary now. Portlandia, the original Doom. I know it's a bad movie, but Fred Armisen is in it. So. Oh, I didn't know that. Interesting. I think that's him. I hope I didn't just give fault. I think he's the guy in the wheelchair. Oh well, if we're wrong, watch it for Fred. <laughs> watch it, and if he's not in it. Oops. I know The Rock is in it. I know Dave The oh, Rock if, Johnson. If The Rock's in it, watch the movie. We yeah. love The Rock is still... The Rock hasn't done anything yet to fall from grace, and I don't think he ever will. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I mean, people will always As far try. as I know. I feel like The Rock is going to be somebody that, like, we'll find out was, like... I could see being, like, a monster. Like, I hope he's not, but I feel like yeah. he has that sort of public... But you know, persona where like, oh, it turns out he was like, he had like a rat fighting ring in his basement, and like I don't he was know. like, 
He did. He was like very mean to waiters. I feel but, like I can separate for him. I hope it's I'll not. Be but... able to separate art from the artist. <laughs> art. That's a very funny way to describe what The Rock does. Art like Jungle Cruise. I will say he. It's only one beef, and I get it. He's he's not the only one guilty of it, so I don't hold too much flack on him. But I feel like he's gotten a little outspoken on some things politically. So Ryan Reynolds has now become more of my go-to because he's Canadian. Ryan Reynolds is funny because like he's now he bought a cell phone company, Mint which Pope. is a very yeah very funny. Now he's like the spokesperson. Yeah, he's an he's an What's interesting person. I don't know. <laughs> he's I think his his sense of humor lines up a lot with my sense of humor is Same which here. I appreciate about Ryan Reynolds. But so I think right now I would say it, Ryan Reynolds and Fred Armisen. And then, you know what? I mean, The Rock still has a good spot in my heart. Yes. He's probably... I saw a very funny interview about The Rock revolving around Jungle Cruise where, mm-hmm. like, he's talking about how he, like, has, like, to get ready for the role for Jungle Cruise, he's, like, been the tour guide on the Jungle Cruise ride. Yeah. But not physically in his head. Like, the way, he, I, the way he talked about it was, like, he actually yeah. has, but then, like, towards the end of the sentence, he's like... He mentions it's like in my brain, so like he it has imagined himself at it, and it's just like it's one of those weird like actor sort of like mm. detached from me out where it's like, all right, you've lost me. I'm sorry, Dwayne. I'm sorry, Dwayne. I don't I'm understand. Sorry, I don't know where you're going with this one. Dwayne, yeah, you've lost me. But no, or uh, I know um, uh, who was it? Shit, I. I might have Alzheimer's legitimately. It's the um, carbon monoxide. And no, it's the CTE. I took a lot of head hits. <laughs> Turns out, I think they say, like, the way you head a soccer ball, I mean... It's yeah, it's not very good for you. It's apparently just as bad as... As it turns collisions. out, as we found out through science, any sport that involves a head growing contact. a growing child hitting their head on something, not great long-term. Yeah, not I, awesome. And I mean, I continued to head the soccer ball. So even today, Jared has like me, a little apparatus in his yard that has, has a soccer ball on a string. He just part of me wonders, it. like, if some of my well, I, I already know I'm the definition of mental and physical health. But I wonder if part of my <laughs> perfection, I wonder if part of my perfection, especially mental health, is because I headed the soccer, soccer ball, ball so much. That's something to look into. I I don't know. But apparently you can't, like, check that. You have to be dead. I mean, are all it. the... So, like, each generation always has, like, these weird, like, overrushing issues. So, like, our generation has very bad mental health. Is it because of all of our head injuries? And the generation before that, like, the toxic yeah. the toxic masculinity sort of, like, inspired generation, is that also because of head injuries? Is all the issues in our society because people keep hurting their heads playing sports? Well, what would they have hurt them? Eh... Football, I mean football, dude. Yeah, oh, that's true. The helmets back then. Were yeah, yeah, yeah. Hair. Just like football, it's just like, like football head injuries have just been like the cause of all of our, yeah. of all of our angst, all of our problems with oh, our yeah. parents is all about because we all just like have like like low grade concussions all the time. Yeah, it's probably why there's so much racism and murder in the world. Probably concussions. Up oh, here we go. God damn it! Ah, uh, Jared got a trolley horse. All right, well, He's Jared. Back. Well, Jared. <laughs> Deals with this. Yep. Thank you for okay, listening to Table in the Basement. Um, have a great whatever, whatever it is what you're doing. We're going to get Jared fixed up and take him to the emergency room so they can look at his Charlie. Yep. All right. Get that horse out of that Charlie. Get that horse out. Or get the, hor- or get the Charlie out of the horse. I don't know. Yeah. Either way, have a good one. Bye-bye. Later. <laughs>